I'm Dick Summer, and it's time to say goodnight. This is a quiet place to rest your head, a safe place to hide a hurting heart, a gentle place to fall. We just call this place goodnight. Valentine's Day. It's one of my favorite days. It's a great excuse for some extra hugging and kissing and general fooling around. As a matter of fact, I have heard that some people get so carried away with Valentine's Day, they even hug the nearest tree. Don't worry about that. Big Louie, his own bad self, the chief mustard cutter of the Louie Louie generation, puts that into perspective. He always says, it's okay to hug a tree, as long as that's as far as it goes. The other extreme, of course, a couple of guys I know who just kind of ignore Valentine's Day. I guess they've just grown up too much to enjoy themselves anymore. And of course, there are quite a few folks who are taking another heavy hit to the heart this Valentine's Day. And unfortunately, it is true that sometimes the hottest loves end in the coldest words. That's tough. I've been lucky. Last time that happened to me was with a blonde blue eyes. We were in kindergarten. Her name was Joni, and she didn't even open my Valentine's Day card. Kind of made me feel like just another sock in the laundromat of life. That was a long time ago, of course. I've, I've pretty much gotten over it. Mostly. Pretty much. <laughs> so I'd like to give you something special for Valentine's Day, and you know how some people make their own Valentine's Day cards out of fancy paper and ribbons. Well, I'm going to make a little Valentine's Day gift for you out of some cuts from the personal audio CDs. Lots of the stories in those CDs are based on things that happened with my lady Wonder Wench. I'm going to start out pretty much at the beginning. It was a late winter night in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Once upon a time. Long, long time ago. Nothing happened, right in the middle of loving you. Just a small nothing, small change, a quick time out, a flash of pumpkin where we left Cinderella's carriage. For just an instant, there was a speck of dust left floating in the air where you were. Nothing much. Nothing like calling you by somebody else's name or forgetting the second line of a poem that you're supposed to recite in the third grade. It was just a clue, not the end of the mystery. I used to be afraid of a lot of nothings, even little ones like that. One of the toughest things that you're taught while you're growing up was always be tough. Act as if nothing hurts. Remember when you were a little kid and you got so happy that you'd spin around till you got dizzy? And you were convinced that God was so pleased with you that when you fell down and laughed, he would spin the world the other way a few turns for you. Just for you. So he could hear you laugh again but nobody else noticed. Nobody else cared. Actually, nobody else believed in God enough to think that he would really turn the world the other way just for you. That nobody else became the guy who made the rules. Don't be guilty of enjoying yourself too much. The winner is the guy who dies with the biggest collection of toys. Love is perfect, or it isn't love. All those rules. That could have been the same nobody else who noticed the first time I touched you. 
but I think it was the other way around. The first time I touched you was the first time I started noticing nobody else. It was nothing much, the first time I touched you. It was a long time, a divorce, and some now grown-up children ago, in an all-night diner, with red formica tabletops, old soda fountain handles behind the counter, and a fresh vat of very black coffee. The sleet outside was scratching at the window, mirroring the buzzing red neon sign. It was time for middle-of-the-night jokes, tired giggles, and a last cup of coffee together before driving separate roads to places called home. Nothing new for us. Did I catch you watching me, or did you catch me first? I don't remember. It was just an instant. It was a long time ago. But I do remember clearly that suddenly nobody else was everywhere. It was an instant full of elbows and feet, like when you meet someone walking down the street and you both step the same way to get past and you keep bumping into each other. My hand tried to touch you, but my arm wouldn't move. Yours did. You touched my fingertips without letting go of my eyes. And then without a word, with a look on your face as if you'd just been shot, the back of your hand lifted slowly to your lips. And for an instant, we couldn't even breathe. I was very used to nothing in my life. You get so used to sleet scratching at a window that you don't even hear it. But suddenly your eyes changed from June blue skies to midsummer thunderstorms. And without a warning, lightning was blazing in the ice. Time froze and bridges burned behind us. We were two wrong people. Two people with nothing in common. Two people with everything to lose. Two grown-up kids who still believe that sometimes God does turn the world the other way just to hear a human laugh, living our lives as if we have nothing to lose. Yeah, that was a long time ago. You know how sometimes when you look back at your life, you realize that the best things in life really are things. There, there were a lot of times with my lady wonder wench when there really wasn't very much money but you know what we really didn't care you and i are losers i just noticed it on television we can't afford to jet to bermuda this fall so we'll have to settle for walks in noisy golden piles of musty leaves and carve pumpkins for halloween we'll even have to eat thanksgiving dinner at home you and I are losers. Well, you'll see it in the paper. This Christmas, I can't buy you a diamond ring. But I'll write the best Christmas poem I can for you. I'll write it by hand on gold-edged genuine parchment. I hope you'll understand. And lovely Scrooge, a hand-knit scarf would feel like your warm arms around my neck. You and I are losers. It's right there in your magazine. We're not going to a formal New Year's ball... We'll just have some friends come over here and we'll toast the new year with pizza and wine. They'll probably kick off their shoes and sit around on the floor. Then on New Year's night, we'll lie alone together. And the firelight and I will warm and kiss you more thoroughly than the summer sun. I can't even give you Paris in the spring. We'll have to spend our April nights just 
making love and plans and watching the silver rain paint the city streets brilliant black right under the amazed eye of the drooping streetlight. If it were summer, we'd walk in that rain in laughs and bare feet and we'd smell the perfume of the warm, wet grass. Oh, you and I are losers, all right. Then you see the billboard? We don't have our own swimming pool. We'll just have to make do with the ocean. Will it make you feel better if I build you Buckingham Castle out of sand, complete with moat, filled with the edges of the waves? And I'll find you shells and other treasures, too, like this snap-top ring. May I slip it on your finger, Your Highness? Then we'll splash in the surf and float on our backs until I can't stand watching the ocean's fingers playing in your suit anymore. And I'll chase you to the sand and we'll drive home fast, wetsuits, shells, sand, and all. And we'll take our famous loser's shower together. You know, the kind that saves on water but not on love. And after September, we'll have to make do with heavy jackets and fake fur coats. And they're not as warm as mink. But if you get cold, I promise I'll put my arms around you. And that's how we'll do without electric blankets, too. And then when Christmas comes again, I'll make you a box to keep losers' valuables in. Your grandmother's pearls. Your high school pin. A year-old poem on real gold-edged parchment. Four shells and a snap-top ring. Good God, I love you, lovely loser. for a long time now, a lot of years. And one night, I was sitting in my big, comfortable black leather papa chair in our living room, and she was sitting over there on the couch, just reading. And I started to wonder. Tonight is one of those once-upon-a-time times when the line between the story and the novel that you're reading and the life that you're living gets very thin. You love romantic stories about unicorns and dragons and shining knights and wonderful, wise women. When you first met the man sitting in his favorite chair across from you, he swooped down on you. He swept you off your feet. He swung you up in the saddle in front of him and carried you off into the moonlight. Well, not really, of course, but it felt like that. It was exciting. He was married. He had kids. He had a fascinating job and a promising career. And he had a way of looking at you and talking with you that made you feel like a queen with a genuine diamond crown and a long, regal, velvet gown that was slid up one side to your waist. And your royal highness never wore underwear while he was around. He paid attention to you fiercely. You were a good, moral young woman who one night sitting next to him in his car you couldn't help yourself you gave in to temptation very quietly you said those three magic words that you know about anything you want you had no idea he wanted you so much it took a long time but eventually the magic worked you became his wife most stories like yours have unhappy endings especially for the heroine but over the years You've learned to read more than words. You've learned to read the way people smile and the things they do and the feelings they keep hidden in their hearts. And looking at the man in his favorite chair, you know that his I love you means exactly that. But there have been a lot of ordinary, everyday, 
uncomfortable years since he came swooping down. And just thinking about how he used to sweep you off your feet is making your toes tingle. There's a fire-breathing dragon in the book in your lap. Its breath is making you very warm. And you're remembering how the red velvet dress slid up the side felt on your soft, naked skin when you were his imaginary queen. Do you dare to try the magic words again? Could you bear it if they didn't work after all of these years? If the beginning of your story was truly lost in Once Upon a Time, could you bear to live such a different kind of ending for the rest of your life? Can you dare to cross that fantasy line one more time and say anything you want to this man again tonight? There are always risks in a romance. You know, a romance is different from a relationship. Relationships can happen between businesses. A guy is a salesperson and he develops a relationship with a couple of companies. But a romance, that's, that's what ought to happen between a man and a woman. A romance, different from just a relationship. And I got lucky. It's been a long time with my lady. It just keeps getting better and better. And that's her doing. Clapping hands for Tinkerbell is no job for a sissy. Captain Hook is lurking everywhere. Savage young people who never cry will laugh at you. And old fools who never laugh will take their business someplace else. It was easier while I was still young enough to know everything. But keeping the faith is tough when you look in the mirror and you realize that you've grown into your ears. And cops are calling you mister. And you compete in sporting events that they call masters. But you're trying to teach me to work it into my everyday workout, aren't you? Clapping hands for Tinkerbell. Standing there in your ponytail and your Beatles Forever t-shirt and your worn-out jeans and little red canvas sneakers. And so much love shining up at me out of those quick-smiling eyes. That's the lesson, isn't it? People don't stop making love when they get to be middle-aged. They get middle-aged because they stop making love. It's not the years. It's boredom and cynicism and fear. and That's where Hook lurks. And we run away to grown-up land and we forget how to fly. We forget that we need our minimum daily adult requirement of gentle, tender, wild, loving. The hold-your-breath, pulsing, sweating, laughing, naked, wishing on a star, clap hands for Tinkerbell kind with hot, deep, pulsing all-night kisses and trembling hands and blazing fingertips and the scent of damp skin slowly arching and flexing under black lace. Sure, we need the honesty and we need the communication, we need all of those things, but it's that minimum daily adult requirement of love that we really can't do without. I'm a few weeks past springtime, I guess. But maybe I can learn to put the toilet seat down and clean the whiskers out of the sink. And maybe I can even get used to the television newscaster that you like, even if the anchor lady does generally look like she smells something bad. And if you don't really mind the Three Stooges and Woody Allen and sauerkraut pizza when I get home from work at 2 a.m., okay, maybe I can learn to turn the music down a little. And if I get really lost, 
Maybe I can even learn to ask directions. I think. And I have to warn you, your young friends are going to laugh and your old friends might even go away. But maybe you're right. Maybe I really am too young to be too old to clap hands for Tinkerbell. Just this one more time. incredible to believe, but I almost lost her once. It was my fault. That's when I wrote this. Once upon a time there was a sometimes land where the rain was soft and the sun was gentle and the summer birds were yellow and blue and hearts were warm and smiles were tender. And friends were always true. It was Prince Fantasy's land, a magic place, where you could go to close your eyes and watch for your name and lights, and listen for the crowd as it cheers you on, and feel and smell the hot breath of someone beautiful on your naked skin. You could taste soft, wet lips all night long. Long live Prince Fantasy. Blessings on his lovely land. I met you in his castle in the park. I was just passing through, I thought. Your hair was long and soft dark brown then, and you walked with a high-heeled, head-tossing, easy-smiling self-confidence. You had your own apartment and your first new car and a good start on a promising career and a doll that you'd had since you were just a little girl. You let me touch the tender, empty place inside you that needed to be filled. You sucked my kisses in and nursed away my needs. And the rain was soft, and the sun was gentle, and the summer birds were yellow and blue. And our hearts were warm, and our smiles were tender, and we promised that we'd be true. I didn't expect to meet you there. I thought I was just passing through. I really didn't have time for love. I was hard at work selling chunks of my heart, fragments of my dreams, and the last few ounces of my self-respect to lady success. It was just one lovely summer, and one amazing early autumn long ago. It shouldn't matter anymore. Your long, dark brown hair would have silver streaks now. Do you still need your doll? Has your apartment become a house on the hill full of love and warmth and truth? Or did you and I make the same mistake? Did you lose half your heart because you were afraid to give it all away? Do you still have an empty place inside that needs to be filled? It took me all this time to find out that I do. It's a place full of loneliness and joy and magic and fear. And I can feel them all every time I wonder if you still go for walks in Prince Fantasy's magic park with your high heels and your easy smile, your little girl doll tossing your soft silver streaked hair. Or has it been too late too long since we were Fantasy's children, closing our eyes and watching our names and lights, listening for the cheers, feeling hot breath on our lovely naked skin, 
and tasting soft, wet lips all night long. Would you care that I finally learned that the fantasy was real? When the rain was soft and the sun was gentle and the summer birds were bright yellow and blue and our hearts were warm and our smiles were tender. And now I know the magic was always you. Savage Prince, the Prince of Fantasy. I, uh, I've been called a, a hopeless romantic. It happened just the other day, as a matter of fact. And I started thinking about that. And, you know, it seems to me that the only way you can be a romantic is if you are full of hope, not hopeless. So full of hope that you can actually warm somebody else with the, with the feeling of it. And if that someone else has walked away from you, there's always a temptation, I know, to let your memories freeze your hope to death. But think about it. Love's contagious. You can never tell when you're going to catch some. So that's my Valentine's Day card for you. Nothing Happened and The Prince of Fantasy are from the Bedtime Stories CD. Losers is from Love and Touch. Risky Wife is from the Night Connections album. And Clap Hands for Tinkerbell is from a new project. And for those of you who are not members of the Louie Louie generation and may not be aware of it, Captain Hook was the villain in a story about a boy by the name of Peter Pan. Peter was in love with Wendy. Tinkerbell was in love with Peter. And Tinkerbell was a magic fairy. And you know, I think she is one of the great selfless heroines in literature. Think about it. Tink loved Peter, and he just wanted her magic fairy dust because he loved Wendy. And Tinkerbell knew that, but she gave him her fairy dust anyway. And Tinkerbell always needed to hear people clap for her in order for her to stay alive. That was one of the problems, I guess, that you have if you're a fairy. So I clap for her every time I think about it. If you think uh, our Valentine's Day card might put a smile on the face of some of your Facebook friends, that'd be fine by me. And tell them if they're feeling kind of down. Tell them what Big Louie always says. He says, Don't let the loving that's disappearing in your rearview mirror get in the way of the loving that might be waiting for you right down the next block.
Okay. Time to tuck you in now. I'm Dick Summer, and I hope you'll come back soon for a gentle place to fall. Quiet place to rest your head. Safe place to hide a hurting heart. Nice and easy now. Couple of deep breaths. Come on. There you go. Just one more. That's better. All the way to sleep. All the way to sleep. Good night.